San Francisco, sprawling, picturesque, dynamic. Eighth largest cosmopolitan city in the United States. Like every big city, it has its share of crime and violence. San Francisco is the only city with a cop like Dirty Harry. What are you going to do? Give him one. Clint Eastwood is the enforcer. You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. This is episode 296. I'm Marquis Mike. The dog days of summer. Are we? We, I think, I, I don't want to jinx it. It hasn't been really hot. We have had a comfortable summer. It's been very comfortable. But I, I don't think it's really about weather. Yeah. I think it's, once you get past the 4th of July. It's the long It's, it's the dog days. Because now you're just waiting for Labor Day. When, yeah. And so it's just like, going to work. Ugh. Going to work. Going to work. Yeah. Going to work. Yeah. I, man, what's worse? This 4th of July to Labor Day or New Year's Day to Memorial Day? Now, oh. Memorial Day is longer to get to, but you're also in the winter where it's, you're less prone to do stuff anyways. Yeah. I, I think that this is the hardest, yeah. the hardest time. Mm-hmm. Um, this day in particular, today, yeah. is the worst day on the calendar. July, what's the day, 10th? Well, the day after the MLB All-Star Game. Oh, okay. Because there is absolutely nothing going on sports-wise, TV-wise. Mm-hmm. Unless you watch the stupid ESPYs. Oh, yeah, that's and, tonight. And if you watch the ESPYs, you're an asshole. <laughs> and and then it just ha- and it, and it happens to be in the, in the middle of dog days. Yeah. So, like, this is the worst day of the... That's great. Yeah, there's not a single sporting event. Because that's, that's one thing that like you can always kind of rely on is, like, yeah. just kick down a baseball game. Yeah. Like, during the dog days, throw on a baseball game. Mm-hmm. Not no, happening. Not happening. You <laughs> watch ESPN Classics. Maybe they'll have an uh, old baseball game from the 1970s. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe watch some bowling or, or some uh, ABA basketball. Or they're probably playing, like... Every home run derby ever. Yeah. Uh, actually, that, that might be kind of fun to watch. Yeah. Kind of a whole day, just watch every home run derby. Actually, it would take you months. Yeah. They'd have to speed it up somehow. Yeah, I mean, you cut out all the vermin. All the back, 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 and you'll save, like, cut all that two out. weeks yeah. of time. Who called it this year? No idea. We're, we're, done, we're, done, we're done with vermin. Is it Wingo? Maybe. I don't know. Hey, whoever called it last year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with ESPN anymore. Scott All I know Van is Pelt. anytime I tune into any of their studio shows, yeah. I am just pissed off at how bad their personalities are. Uh-huh. Their talking heads are the worst, and the fact that ESPN is even still on the air, I as, well, as they own the air as any studio shows. Yeah, like if they would just go straight up hit all the weird mm-hmm. sports they could find or play a bunch of sports replays, that'd make total sense to me. But all this daytime TV they talk, oh yeah, it's dumb and terrible. We're still going around the horn. Man, it's Still bad. pardoning their interruptions. <laughs> still having first takes, you know? That's garbage. early. That's early in the morning, but... Uh, all garbage. Yeah. All garbage. Yeah, well, you're not watching ESPN, what are you watching? Not time. What's the alternative to ESPN? Went, went on a little improv vacay, so I lost some of the, the anticipated movie and TV time I thought uh, I was going to get. 
I so I did finish Murder Mystery, like I said. Okay, yeah. Murder Mystery is an okay movie. Mm-hmm. It's okay to watch. It's okay to not watch. Yeah. Just choose what you want to do. Mm. But okay. Um, let's see if we can put it on the Sandler scale. What's one? Is it Happy Gilmore? Not counting like a punch drunk love. Well, see, that's the thing is my my Sandler yeah. scale. The best movies are the Punch Drunks, the right. Spanglishes, Rain Over Me's. Yeah, we're talking about his bra, his, the the Sandler comedy. So the Billy Madison Sandler classics, all the way to to Click or uh, Waterboy. I or, think mine mine would probably be uh, Big Daddy. Big Daddy, okay. So let's say Big but Daddy, but that's borderline. Uh, that that that's borderline. That's like, I I think that's borderline. <laughs> That's borderline a good movie. That's into his transfer into this into the more serious oh, roles. Yeah. So is that Sandler classic? Let's call that. Let's let's call Big Daddy a Sandler classic. Okay. The Big Daddy would be my number one. Sandler he's he's still doing a lot of his of Sandler. You know, yelling. Yeah. And, ah! Yeah. Yeah. Um, that. Is that the movie where he says "brought to my attention yesterday"? Or is that that's Happy Gilmore, right? I don't know. To see him in both, you know, he's just like. That's something that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. He's just yelling. <laughs> you might say that never. That's, that's his. Uh, I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then on the low end, I don't know. Um, uh, grown Ups Two. I think all the Grown Ups movies, and let's just yeah. put that in as, as a thing. Yeah. Grown Ups. The Cobbler. I've not seen anything on uh, Netflix generally. Yeah. So, Sinful Six or whatever. The, the silly seven, silly seven. Yeah. Um, is okay. Is this better than Billy Madison in your opinion? No, no. Billy Madison has that charm. You yeah. know. Is it better than Happy Gilmore? No. Okay. Is it better than um, Click? Yes, I've not okay. seen Click, but yes. Okay, better than Click. Better than Waterboy. That that's a tough one. Yeah, which ain't better than Grown Ups. I remember really liking Waterboy. Yeah, I kind of because you know I, I feel like I've just blocked. And he's actually like the Sandman from from my memory. I just know those four movies, but yeah. clearly he's a man who's made fifty movies. I think I'm gonna say it's. I, I think yeah, it might be better than Waterboy. Uh, let's see. Waterboy just has so many crazy characters. It's it's funny. Little Nicky. No, it's not better than Little Nicky. Okay. I like Little Nicky. Uh, wedding Singer. Not better that might be my favorite. Yeah, Wedding Singer's good. It's not better As far as like the, the, the broad Sandler comedies. Um, okay, now 50 First Dates. Oh, 50 First Dates? Better not, than, okay. No, not better 50 First Dates. Uh, you know, but, but Sandler's got some decent movies. Yeah, but we're saying, saying better. Okay, maybe, maybe now let's get into the bad with it. Uh, so we got better than Grown Ups, right? Yeah. Don't mess with the Zohan. Way better. Way better than Don't Mess with the Zohan. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. That's uh, where he, uh, him and Kevin James, are. Uh, they pretend to be gay firemen so they can get insurance. I think it's better than that. I haven't seen it. Uh, Longest Yard? Movie we've done on this? Uh... <sighs> no, I think Longest Yard's probably better. Okay. Uh, Mr. Deeds. That is a movie I do not enjoy. That is a movie where I'm like... Um, I really like Winona Ryder... But I think it is probably about equal with Mr. Deeds. Okay, so so so, so it's, it's Mr. Deeds. It's so better than anything he's done on Netflix. 
Based on Martin Luther King. It's his best Netflix original. And we're just basing that on, on movie posters and uh, 10 seconds of trailers that auto plays yeah. when you scroll over it. Yeah. And then probably better than the last part of his movie, the Jack and Jill's, the Grown Ups, the That's My Boy. Yeah. Uh, better than those. So, yeah. all right. It's probably better than Little Nicky. Yeah. I, li- I, I think I'm remembering liking that more than if I were to watch it tonight. That I would, I, I think I probably hate that movie. Yeah. So, okay. It's, I just thought it was funny that he had boobs on his head and they put the bra on him. He was walking around with a bra on his head. That just made me laugh. Yeah. But I was also, what, 19 when I saw that? Yeah. So that was right in my comedy wheelhouse. Yeah, people uh-huh. People love a good silly comedy. Yeah. Image, yeah. So like I said. I knew a guy who was just like, Adam Sandler is the greatest actor of all time. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, this couple movies are real funny. <laughs> I mean, you know, some people, some people like him. If it's what you like, millions of people like him. Yeah, and that's the thing. So. I mean, it, until those last couple, those were all hits. Yeah, all the movies I was like, those movies suck. It's like people still wouldn't. It wasn't until the last, you know, four or five or six that everyone was like, oh, people aren't seeing these anymore. Adam Sandler's a bona fide movie star. Yes, the Sandman, unlike Jennifer Aniston. Yep. Well, you can, well maybe not now, but. During the time, it was, yeah, put Adam Sandler in a movie, a comedy, and people are going to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. So, finish that. Okay. Like I said, watch it or not. Not going to hurt my feelings either way. <laughs> Mike uh, is an executive producer on this. So <laughs> put a little money in his pocket. Ben, did they do a little show on, I think it was on Hulu, or maybe it was an Amazon Prime show called Rami? Um... It's kind of like a little dramedy about a Muslim American okay. uh, in New York City just kind of navigating life, specifically kind of the dating world. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's not very good. It's master of none. I'm not sure I'm going to... Uh, yeah, maybe they're kind of cloning that kind of... There's a, there's a, a genre of show that's kind of like this. Master, you know, yeah. Master of None. Um, what was the show with the uh, overweight girl dating? Oh, uh, girls. What was it? Oh, uh, Shrill. Shrill. Yeah. But they, they grow. There's a lot of, yeah. There's a lot of these. Dating and. Yeah. Um, uh, adult or uh, adult adolescents learning to navigate yeah. life in their early, or in their really way too late 20s. Yeah. It's like grow, grow up. So it's. I don't think I'm going to finish the yeah. season. It's fine. It's like, based on Rami Malek. <laughs> I don't know. Academy Award winner. Um, started uh, Stranger Things, the new, the new season. Um, almost didn't go on my mini vacation because it was also yeah. the same day that Stranger Things was releasing. But was that the 4th? The 4th, yeah. I drove, fourth, I drove yeah. down to Bend on the 4th. And... Um, so started that. I think we've seen three episodes, maybe four. Okay, I'm enjoying it. About it's, halfway. It's done. Stranger Things. They got yeah. a, they got a recipe. They follow it, and it's good. Mm-hmm. It tastes good. Um, it's great. And dropping in the dog days of summer, great. Yeah, because it is just it's 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 popcorn movie. That but it's interesting. Eight hours season two was Halloween. Was Halloween, yeah. and and they're they're actually dropping these seasons by the actual time of year it is during the season. Oh, and when they drop the Christmas season. That's going to be great. It's going to be perfect because you're like, oh, it's Christmas break. Yep. 
it, it'll probably it'll be winter. Christmas Day. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, this is, I'm going to pop popcorn and yeah. just watch. And so I think it's really cool they're doing that. I don't know if they actually are doing Christmas, but that would be great. Because then they're going to hit all, like, they're going to hit Gremlins and, like, Die yeah, Hard. Exactly. And, yeah. yeah, we'll see what the Duffer Brothers got in mind yeah. here. And then I did get out to the theater. Oh, wow. And I I got out to uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, man, we were just talking. Man, you, you, you played that so close to the I, best. Yeah. I just said. I hadn't seen Spider-Man and so just glossed over it. So story is, I had I knew there was a new Spider-Man movie coming. Yeah, I had no idea it was coming out this summer. I, I hadn't seen a single fucking preview for it. I honestly thought it was like November I, before I, it dropped. Yeah. Right, I had no clue. Yeah, I just know I enjoyed Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Holland. Tom. Tom, Tom Holland. Tom Holland is very enjoyable. Yeah, he's a great Peter Parker. Uh-huh. And. I had the day off Monday. It was my my rest from my vacation yeah. day. And I was like, what am I going to do all day? Let's see what's playing. Mm-hmm. I was like, Toy Story 4. I do want to go see that. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I can go to that by myself. Um, Godzilla, King of the Monsters? Definitely not going to go see that. So, against that one guy's uh, insistence? Yeah. That yep. you go out now? De- sorry, AJ. I'm not going to see that. And I was like, oh. Oh, fuck, there's a new Spider-Man? Yeah. And it's like, fuck it. I went. There you have it. Uh, good? It's great. G- great. I enjoyed it. It was right I up mean, there with Homecoming, which I is mean, one of my yeah, favorite. I immensely enjoyed it. I was All like, right. this is a damn good movie. What they're doing with, with yeah. the Spider-Man thing now, totally on board with. Yeah. When we got a little kind of glimpse into the Avengerverse future. Oh, right, right. Yeah. So, the first movie yeah. after Endgames. Yeah, Jill and Hall. Yeah, I mean, this thing. they dropped three movies this year, didn't or Yeah, three. Within 12 months. Three within seven months. So, and Captain Marvel was a February release. But, there, but, but, oh, Captain Marvel was in 19? Yeah, it was February. Oh, like shit. This so, year. three movies in 19 they've yeah. dropped already. Three so far. And now, and but there's nothing on the calendar to like 2020. I don't even know if they have the next set of movies announced. Huh. I don't think there's anything in 2020. Yeah, so I mean, it's not. It's a good. It's a great movie. Uh-huh. Stra- uh, Doctor Strange still still my number one. Yeah. For that, but yeah, fuck. That's what I watched. So go see Spider Man. Yeah, go check it out. Yeah. Far from home. Maybe they explain why he's still still in high school. I mean, I, I hope that this. Um, that they do, Mark. That is Hannibal Burst in it? If we can give out that spoiler, no. Oh, I see. He was the gym coach. He was not in it. In homecoming. Uh, we have an, another couple cool cameos as teachers. Oh, okay. So yeah, I also think his science teacher was also like a like a comedian. Like, I was like, oh, I know that guy too. So I think that's a fun. Yeah, thing uh, JB Smooth. Oh, was it JB? Is it in this one or was he? He's in this one. I think okay. he was in. He was the science teacher in that yeah. one as well. Okay, good. I like JB. Yeah. Yeah. As we watched. Yeah, and it's I had no I had no idea Jake Gyllenhaal was in it. Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal was in this movie. I had no clue. Yeah, love Jake Gyllenhaal. I seen that from the poster, and I, I did see the the, the 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 trailer, the YouTube trailer. So. Man, everyone should go see Nightcrawler. Yeah. Um, is this kind of like a sequel to Nightcrawler? Um, like we know it's in the MCU, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> But is this kind of like a spiritual successor uh, to Nightcrawler? Yeah, I think you, maybe you could call it a spiritual. <laughs> it, it takes place in the MCU and the Gyllenhaalverse. <laughs> so it kind of ties to Nightcrawler and Secretary. That Maggie Gyllenhaal. 
Oh, oh, yeah. oh. I'm, I'm combining the entire Gyllenhaal oh. version. She hasn't been in a... Uh, uh, she was in DC. She's, she's in the, the DC-verse. Yeah, uh, Rachel. Yeah. She replaced... Um, Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes, yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't think she's appeared in MCU, but... Uh, it's, uh, it's yeah. all related. Yep, it's all one world. Uh, I watched. Um, I watched all of Stranger Things over the course of four days. Uh, it's great. Yeah. Uh, like episode one, I was like, I don't know if I'm feeling this. It's been too long. Sorry, Stranger Things. You can't. You can't be gone for two years and expect me to to be right back in. And then by like the end of episode two, I was like, all right, I'm back in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, it's fun. I was back in after five minutes. I, I, I ate a lot of popcorn. Why you know in awe of what's happening? I don't you know. I don't know where you are in it, but let's just say you know there's a uh, you know there, there's danger and excitement and mystery. <laughs> it's great. I, I'm I'm into all of it. I'm loving all the tie-ins that are going on in the real world. Like yeah. they got like classic Doritos bags out, classic Cheetos. They bags do out. a great job. They got Coke. You can buy Coke too. New, New Coke. Coke. Yeah. I mean, I'm loving. I'm loving that I'm walking through Fred Meyer. That mall, like, and I'm like, oh shit. Fucking nineteen eighties Cheetos bag. You you can, wa- you probably watch it forty more times and just pay attention to them going through malls and stores. Yeah, the store Walden Books. Yeah, you know I didn't see a Sam Goody yet. Hot dog on a stick. Yeah, you know just great stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, and then like not in the storefronts, but just like the products in the store. Yeah, like, they they just so much detail. To yeah, that. yeah. Uh, did watch some movies. Uh, just spent some time on Hulu, and it's like you know. What do we got here? Uh, streaming on HBO now. Uh, Halloween 2018. I saw it in theaters. Watch it again. I like it. It's fun. I think I like a horror movie, uh, a Michael Myers or you know a slasher horror movie. I, I think I like it more the second time around because hmm. now you know where the scares are. Okay. Now you can just kind of watch it for like a, the performances, like a fun movie. Like ah, that's, that's fun. <laughs> uh, he killed that teenager. Would, was would doing their job as a babysitter. So is it fair to say you would rather watch a Okay, did you watch it with someone who hadn't seen it before? No, you just watched it. Both times I watched it alone. Yeah, so I, I, is it fun for you to watch a horror movie you've seen before with someone who hasn't seen it? Um, couldn't tell you. I, I don't know anybody who likes horror movies that, that would watch. Uh, Bailey, my wife, she's not gonna sit down and watch a horror movie with me. Yeah, I don't like doing. I don't yeah. like that position because I don't like to like sit here and kind of like oh be looking over. Because you know, like there's a jump scare. Yeah, coming. Oh, like, ah, I gotcha. But that being said, yeah. I did have some of my most fun time of my life oh. watching two of my friends play Resident Evil Two. Oh, over their shoulders. Yeah, in the dorms, they had never played it, and they're like tag teaming it. Yeah, and I was just sitting there watching them. Play. Oh gosh, that's great. Yeah, I think uh, for me, it's the second watch is just uh, you know like emotionally because like you know. I'm not afraid to admit. Sometimes, if it's an effective scare movie, I get scared. And you build good tension, I'm tense. But now that I know what's going to happen, I watch the second time, and it's like, I can just, now I can watch it relaxed and just yeah, watch it for the, uh, the you know, the, the uh, solid Michael Myers performance. I don't know who's under the mask, but great work. Doing a lot of slow walking, you know? Lot, so good at that. A lot of head, head tilting. That's on HBO? Uh, yeah, stream on HBO I'm now. Check that one out. I've been, I wanted to watch yeah, that one. It's fun. It's... it's the, the first one's still my favorite. It's better than the the the, the zombie Halloweens, the Rob Zombies, and um, I mean, you recently just uh, well within the year watched um, uh, season of the Matt, witch. Season of the witch. I don't know if it's better than season of the witch, but <laughs> it's probably right there with season of the witch. Uh, 
I watched Predators. It was because we, we were talking about it, and that, I think, also streaming on HBO. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch Predators. Uh, not... It, it's it's way better than The Predator. Way better than The Predator. It's not without its flaws, but it's a much more enjoyable movie. Yeah. And it, it's a movie that I hung with the whole time. I was like, eh, this is fun. Yeah. Yep. Um, watching it, though, I'm just so in awe like, man, Adrian Brody action star. What an interesting casting choice. Yeah. I mean, where has he gone? But, pre- I mean, he, he was good in, in King Kong. Yeah, you know, it's probably, it's probably in that time period, right? It's, he probably does King Kong. Yeah, I mean, He's going to do the two Predators. This was probably leading man. It was after the Oscars. It's probably after the, the the pianist. You know, I don't... I Actually, I think there was a lot of time between King Kong and the Predators. Oh, really? And, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I guess it makes sense. Because King Kong... Um, I was in high school. Predators, I might, I might have been out of college by the time that happened. Yeah, I mean, that was just... I feel like only like... Maybe since I don't know enough Adrian Brody. So. Um, uh, he had that one weird... He had a time travel movie with uh, Keira Knightley. Like, The Stray Jacket. Yeah. And then he had, like, Splice. And um, he, had, he has a lot of interesting movies in his time, his time period of... Uh, we did Dojiling Limited. Has he done another Wes Anderson? Dojiling. Was he in Grand Budapest Hotel? Was he? Maybe he wasn't that. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. He seems like a guy. That's the kind be. of guy. That's the kind of role he should be in. And yeah. his little kind of quirky roles. Action star, weird, but I did like him in, in King Kong. P. Yeah, King and he's Kong. fine in Predators. I just thought uh, yeah. it, it's uh, doesn't have the look. Yes, like he can't throw him in the Expendables. Although uh, jacked, you know. D- you know, he has, he has to have a show down the Predator, and I was like, man, Adrian Brody got in phenomenal shape, but just to, yeah, it's a, I, I like that it's Adrian Brody as opposed to, like, watching um, Point Break, and it's, uh, you know, we, we had to look the guy's name up three times doing the show. Right. Uh, so it's kind of nice watching the Predators, or Predators, and it's just like, oh, yeah, it's Adrian Brody, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then I have the question, well, I'm Adrian Brody, <laughs> but I don't know. You know, that, that's the thing about movie stars. Yeah. You know, they're, they're there, and don't take them for granted, because they might do a splice and then just disappear. There today, gone tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, and then I watched uh, new release, new to, to video. I watched Us, the, the Jordan Peele horror movie. Uh, that was great. I love that. Movie. Yes, that so great. so good. It's it's a movie. Uh, I not not scary. No, I don't think it's scary. Uh, but very intense. And it stuck with me. I turned that movie off, and for the next hour and a half, I was just thinking about us. That actually is the first movie in a long time. I bought the Blu-ray. Uh, I've watched. I've. I watched all the special features on that. Like over the week, I watched it on like a Friday. The next Sunday, I was like, "Eh, I got some time to kill." I just threw on the special features and just watched all the the making of and Jordan Peele discusses. You know. That's a, mo- a fascinating movie. I rarely come out of a movie theater yeah. and glance up at the showtimes to see if I could just... You almost back to back I game. almost went yeah. and saw it again. Like, right after. But you're right. It's it's not scary. No. But Get Out is not scary. No, yeah. And it, 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 it lacks... Um, not only is it not scary, like, he doesn't even try to do jump scares. He's not yeah. trying to, like, do anything, like, 
you know, cheap scares or anything. The preview for us mm-hmm. was scarier than the movie. Yes. But that doesn't take anything away from the movie. The no. movie is, is fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. From the beginning all the way to the final aerial shot and then it just ends. I'm like, I just gotta, I gotta sit with my thoughts for a little bit. <laughs> reflect. I, gotta, I just gotta reflect <laughs> on, uh, on what, what I just, what I just yeah. went through. I've not dipped in, uh, I don't have CBS All Access. I've not dipped into him uh, doing the new Twilight Zones. I think maybe he may only be attached to that name. I hear there. He, isn't he kind of, doesn't he do, isn't he the, um, I haven't seen him, but like the host. I, I thought he was doing the hosting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, and then I, he has a producer credit. I've heard they're pretty bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I think he has another TV thing in the works for another streaming service. Hopefully something I have. Yeah. I'll check it out. Are you going to get HBO Max? What? Yeah. A new one coming out in 2020. HBO Max. Uh... <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So you, so you have your HBO. You have HBO Go. You have HBO Now. What that gives you is access to stuff that airs on HBO, the channel. They're now going to have... So you would have access to that. But then, behind that, you would have content created specifically for... It's much like CBS All Access. You get all the stuff that's already on CBS, and then you get all the stuff that's produced or created just for CBS All Access. Um, I think it's one of those things, like, if you're already paying for now, it's $5 more. And then you got to upgrade to the max. Given the track record of HBO programming, I'll just say yes. I'm going to get max. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do it too. But yeah. let me tell you, streaming services, you're starting to piss me off. Can we just have a monopoly? Can we just have one? Do we need competition? Is competition good? Some startup will create their own mm-hmm. business that will manage all of your streaming services connections for you no. and you just pay them. I guarantee it. That'd be nice. And they will make a billion dollars. Yeah. Yeah, someone will. Someone yeah. will do that for you. And it'll be like, hey, I want to turn Hulu off for a month. Mm-hmm. I'm turning on CBS All Access for that month. They'll handle it for you. Yeah. One one login. That would be nice. One credit card. Uh, one bill. They will handle it. I guarantee it. And if someone isn't working on that, start. Yeah. Because I'll pay for it. Yeah. But now with an HBO Max, I don't know if I'm going to do Disney Disney Plus. I don't know if I can do, um, you know, Stars. I'll do Disney Plus for The Mandalorian. Yeah. For sure. But yeah. I mean, I'm not doing stars. It's all adding up. No, I'm gonna see if there's a free preview. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll dip in that John Wick show once it once it airs and completes. Yeah, I, I gotta. I'll be I'll be waiting on that. Yeah, and then I might have to do Showtime for the. Um, I think it's on Showtime for the um, King Killer Chronicles. Oh yeah, I, I do believe that. Yeah, um, I think that's Showtime. I think that's Showtime. Yeah. So I might have to do. I'm going to have to get another job. And if I get another job, then I don't have time to watch anything. Yeah. So really, I should get another job so I have money so I can pay for streaming services, mm-hmm. but not have time to watch any streaming services, so I just don't pay for them, so I just have that much more money in my pocket. 
Yeah, but you know how it's going to work out, though. You're going to pay for them and then never use them, and that's how they get you. Yeah, that is how they it's get like you. It's like a gym membership, yeah. you know? That is true. They're hoping you don't watch. They save on that bandwidth. Yeah. So, they're making money now. Yeah, I don't think they've announced any shows on HBO Max, but it's one of those things where, like, uh, you know, they, I, I don't know any names, but it's one of those things, like, how Netflix is like, oh, well, we've signed a three-movie deal with Martin Scorsese. Right. So I think they've announced a few uh, people working on projects for uh, for HBO Max. I mean, if there is one that I would do for sure, it would be Max, just because of HBO Tracker. Yeah, yeah. That, obviously, I would, if, I, if if it comes down to me looking at Disney versus HBO, I would go HBO, uh, just based on like the shows that have already been announced. Where and then Disney, I mean, it's Disney, so they've they vary. It's like this is very family oriented, or you know, right? HBO, you don't know what you're gonna get. You might get some real gritty. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of TNA. Yeah, and it's max, oh, maximum TNA. Max TNA. Yeah. Uh. So so yeah, and sorry, CBS All Access. You just keep followed further and further down the list. You just CBS. You just don't want me to watch Star Trek. Yeah. See, that's how I, I see that. Yes. Like you're gonna make a new Star Trek show that mm-hmm. I want to watch, but you're gonna not let me do on demand. Yeah. Unless I do your service, I'm just not going to watch your Star Trek show. I, you know, they're doing a, they, they got a stand coming back, a stand miniseries. I don't know if it's a miniseries or if they're trying to do a stand, you know, Stephen King's The Stand. I'm very interested in that, but um, if that's the only thing you offer, that's not enough for me to do a, you know, I'll do the two-week trial and, you know and why? just power through it. Because even though it's CBS All Access, it is still network television, yeah. which is... That's, just subpar to cable. Yeah, and I don't know enough about CBS. I mean, is the Twilight Zone, is Star Trek, is it a little... Or is it just like their normal well, CBS programming? Star Trek is CBS programming. Yeah. You can watch it live when it's on. Oh, okay, so it doesn't air exclusively on CBS right. and okay. and I'm not sure about Twilight Zone. I thought that one was like exclusively so, on... But yeah, so Star Trek was, there's no on-demand. Ah. Uh, you... Yeah. You gotta watch it. On CBS All Access. Okay. Yeah, because I was reading... So, I think it was with Twilight Zone, and same with The Stand, was it will be exclusively airing on All Access. I, be- I believe that. Yeah. They're trying. So, well... But frankly, I mean, CBS shows aren't that good. No. You know? But I, you, you, I, you're curious about just the one. The one show. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know if it's five ninety nine a month or whatever. It's seven ninety nine, Whatever they're, they're doing. That was worth it. No. Yeah. Yeah, get the DVDs. Exactly. Yeah, they will eventually check it out from your public library, a Netflix or a Hulu. Uh, eventually, maybe. Oh, they will. Because I mean, they they, they uh, So part of the reason I knew about this HBO Max was because uh, it was just announced that uh, Friends is coming off of Netflix. Because, uh, however, it works with HBO. Somebody was able to secure the rights over Netflix, and then NBC. I don't know if they're doing a streaming service or Universal's doing a streaming service or something, but they're pulling the office off Netflix. So it's all these other, you know, companies are now, they're going and grabbing stuff off Netflix. So now Netflix is like, all right, we're just going to do eight more seasons of Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. Netflix is going to be okay. Yeah. They've (laughs) built up, but then, you know, they've built up enough uh, original content that uh, now people, like... I think more people associate Netflix with uh, Stranger Things and Orange is the New Black and yeah. uh, Adam Sandler movies yeah. versus like, oh yeah, that's the place I can go and catch uh, old seasons of um, How I Met Your Mother or you know, that 70s show. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't even look for movies on Netflix anymore. Yeah, I mean, I, I should. I kind of just look at their original content. Yeah, I, I peruse, and if I am perusing movies on there, it is like their original movies. Yeah, is what I'm looking at. And they put those front and center. Um, well, we watched the movie. I don't think I don't think it's streaming on Netflix. I don't think you can find this on a Hulu. Uh, I had to watch this on DVD. You can probably rent it uh, off of Amazon. We watched the third installment of the Dirty Harry franchise. We watched The Enforcer, uh, starring Clint Eastwood, Tyne Daly. Uh, let me pull up the uh, the synopsis here. Uh, the Enforcer is uh, follows uh, Harry some three years after the events of Magnum Force. Uh, it sees uh, Macho Cop Harry Callahan with a female uh, partner. Uh, their query they their query is a terrorist organization which has kidnapped the mayor of San Francisco. Eventually, Harry and Kate discover that the mayor is being held. And Alcatraz Island. It's a very bad uh, write-up by uh, Rotten Tomatoes. I, I did not enjoy that one. <laughs> uh, did, I, did I have another one? Nope, that's the one I got. Oh, here we go. Dirty Harry must foil a terrorist organization mad or made up of disgruntled Vietnam veterans. But this time, he's teamed up with a rookie female partner that he's not too excited to be working with. The Enforcer. This is your first time watching it. Yes! I also have never It was seen my it. first time seeing this. Well, um, it says it's the third installment. Uh, it follows Magnum Force, which we've already uh, discussed on a previous episode. I had it memorized before we went to uh, 268. If you want to go back, go on SoundCloud, your streaming services. You can find Magnum Force here, our thoughts on that. But did you watch Magnum Force in preparation for this? No, no. That was recent enough. I yeah. didn't feel I needed to. Yeah, we, we've done it within the year. Yeah. Or within the last 12 months. We've done and I knew there was not really a connection other than the character. Yeah. Dirty Harry. Harry Callahan. Uh, well, and the, uh, really what I consider the second lead, the city of San Francisco. Right. Yeah. Right. It's really its own character. Moving, yeah, living, yeah. breathing. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll just dive into it. What, what do we like about The Enforcer? The Enforcer, well... It's a cop movie. Yeah. I like cop movies more. And it, it and it's a... I wrote this down. I'm not sure if this makes sense. Uh, the genre of this movie is an alienated cop movie. Is that yeah. a right... Is that a proper genre? Subgenre? Yeah. I feel I, I feel there's a lot... I, I feel like that's a lot... That could be its own cop genre. The alienated cop. The alienated cop. cop. Yeah. The cop who... Has to kind of work outside the system. Right. Work alone. Yeah. Yeah, so... There's probably other movies where cops get suspended and have to keep working. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the music in this movie, the intro and stuff, is jazzy. Yeah. And it's a t- it's a it's from the era of this instrumental... I love it. Yeah. I love the music. This is a lighter movie than mm-hmm. Magnum Force and Dirty Harry. It's got, and I like that about it. The yeah. script is lighter. The story is a little lighter. And the, the, I mean, Dirty Harry is a, there's com, there's comedy within the violence of Dirty Harry and in Magnum Force. Yeah. But the comedy in this movie is more on the forefront, mm-hmm. where the previous comedy was more of, ah, I'm laughing because... Fucking Harry's going into this crazy ass situation like he don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, and that's like what's funny about those mm-hmm. movies. 
But even when it's funny, those movies are so fucking violent, you kind of feel bad laughing. Yeah. This movie, I didn't feel bad laughing at the funny stuff. I have written out, too, that at, uh, The Enforcer, I don't know how intense... I mean, obviously, there are jokes in it, but then there's also just, like, scenarios. Uh, this movie, and maybe we'll watch a you know, movie from... Uh, did, I, did I say what year this came out? This was 76? December 22nd, 1976. Just in time for Christmas. Uh, this movie's hilarious. It is. It's very fun. Like, he... They have made him more... And maybe I should have gone back and watched Magnum Force. But from what I remember from Dirty Harry and Magnum Force, Harry says cool things, but he's very quippy in this one. Yeah. He says a lot of funny things. Yeah. Um, you know, telling the guy that, you know, hey, your mouthwash doesn't work. Or uh, uh, the, just my, I think my favorite line, which is when the captain demands his badge and he tells him it's a seven-point suppository. I wrote it right here. I wrote down that quote. <laughs> I, I, have I it. thought it was so funny. It's a seven-point suppository, Captain. And he's like, what? And he goes, shove it up your ass. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, personnel's for assholes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just laughing here. And then, I don't know how it te- I don't know if this is supposed to be comedic or not, or if this is with the times. I don't know if this is... Because uh, part of me is like, oh, man. You know that there's a ton of guys who maybe argue against like um, you know uh, uh, equal work you know working environments or you know equal pay for women or you know just whatever, whatever uh, equality in, in the workforce for, for women. The, <laughs> him arguing with that lady who works for the mayor. Uh, this woman comes in, never made an arrest, like barely a cop. He's just like, why do you think you should be a detective? He's like, oh, so do you think the woman's place is in the kitchen? Is that right, Harry? It's so damn funny. So I was like. That's clearly not what he, like, it's clearly what he's, like, clearly, he's clearly looking at her requirement, her, you know, her, yeah. her uh, not requirements. You know. What do you wear in the 100 dash? They're like, Harry. <laughs> this is such an exaggeration of like. Yeah, her, he's going over her qualifications. Yeah. Well, this, and this movie has a very, it's very straightforward gender and race equality tones. Oh. Throughout. Harry being kind of like a, like. Uh, an Archie Bunker? I don't remember that from Magnum Force, but wait, when he goes to the, um, where, where, where the, 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 the black militant camp, and uh, one of them's like, oh, you know, we'll make sure your partner's, uh, you know, taken care of. He's like, that's mighty white of you. Yeah. I was like, whoa, Harry. <laughs> that line was a weird line. I yeah. thought that one too, and I was like, I, wait, what? But then the way Harry's been presented this whole thing is like, Alright, I don't believe Harry Callahan is a racist. I believe Harry is just a sarcastic, like, you know, they're all, you know, he comes in, they call him a hunky and, you know, everything. And it's just like, so he kind of plays up the, the role really? of, like, oh, well, that's mighty wide of you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I don't remember that from the first two movies. No, the first two movies are far, far more, like, no nonsense motherfucking kit. Killer. Yeah, you know, like, you know, the first one is a it was kind of this you know, Zodiac killer type, you know, serial killer. And, yeah, uh, what was the second one? The second one, was like, oh, vigilante cops, cops, vigilante cops. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're very darker. Where this one, even you know, is, you know, bombs throughout Spokane or uh, uh, San Francisco, uh, it did seem lighter. And even the bombings, like they blew up the bathroom. Yeah, big whoop. 
I mean, not a big wolf. Not a big but, wolf, but yes. But not, it's like, they, it wasn't as dark. They didn't blow up a daycare. Right. Or something, you know what I mean? Uh, but but even, so, that being said, the villains, mm-hmm. the, especially the one head villain, he is just killing people left and right. Yeah. Doesn't give a crap. But even then, it's such a lighter movie, even though he's killing a lot of people, the bad guys aren't that sinister. No. When we're first introduced to the bad guy, and I, you know, I, I didn't look anything up. I just grabbed my copy of the Enforcer, threw it on, sat back and watched a Dirty Harry movie. I thought, and uh, just because watching Dirty Harry, you're like, oh, you can see the, um, you know, rip from the headlines, like, oh, Zodiac Killer, and uh, you know, what, what do they call him? In uh, he kind of has a name like Zodiac, uh, Scorpio, Scorpio, yeah, they call him yeah. Scorpio. Um, I don't know about the Vigilante Cops, but I thought they were doing a Charles Manson thing when you're first introduced to the, you know, because you, you have this, uh, you know, uh, kind of, not hippie chick, but kind of, you know, dra- the way she's dressed, kind of like free spirit, yeah, kind of. They, they lure the guys up into, like, the to, woods. Yeah, to the, the woods, and then this guy, you know, long hair yeah. comes and kills. I, I was like, oh, they're doing, like, this Charles Manson, like, cult thing. Yeah, that's what yeah, I That's going to be crazy. And then yeah. it turned into, like, kind of a... Yeah, kind of goofy. Like, not kind goofy. of almost the letdown. Yeah, that there was a militant, like, ex-Vietnam vets who were yeah. just mad, at, like, demanding money. It, it kind of was a letdown, just because I'm more into that weird culty thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah this militant group that's going to hijack some mm. an arms storage facility and kill people on the way, but yeah. it's like, meh. I mean... They do kill an old man. That's pretty fucked up. Dude was armed. That's <laughs> true. But I was like, oh man, I'll kill this old man. But yeah, even when we're first introduced to him, like, it, when he shoots that one guy carrying the two beer, like, it's just, it was funny to me. Like, not like, oh, haha, that guy died. Just like, the way it was presented on film with this guy coming out with two beer and the guy getting shot and the, the beer bottles exploding yeah. and like, just the. The, uh, you know, what do you call the, the the blood packs? And just, it just looked comical to me. When they run the one guy over, it just, it was funny. And I, and I know it's part of, like, the times. Like, you know, it's maybe harder to film that kind of stuff. But uh, it, it just screamed to me like uh, Austin Powers, like, uh, running the guy over with the, the steamroller. Yeah. yeah I'm, the cop who gets uh, ran over and put into the fence is just very, like, get out of the way. <laughs> Move. Um... What didn't you like about the Enforcer? Um, any, I, I didn't like any of the scenes containing the the Catholic priest. Yeah, because he just you can't cast better than that. No, that guy was like kind of hamming it up, or yeah. very like I don't. Like, I mean, I I liked so. That's another funny scene when Harry is like kneeling for communion. Yeah, and he kind of shows up. Like, yeah, because he's going, you know, old lady. Yeah, you know, a, a guy, and then the, Harry. Yeah, and yeah. I thought that was funny, but just like you can't get a more. I've spent a lot of time in my life in Catholic church, mm-hmm. and that guy is so far from even like appearing to be a Catholic priest. Yeah, like come on, you can do better than that. Who was a more uh, convincing Catholic priest? That. Ooh. Who, who did a better job of hiding that they were working for the bad guy? Uh, the Catholic priest in The Enforcer or the priest who is watching the safe house in John Wick who is just covered from neck to fingertips in tattoos? Uh, I think the I think the finger tattoo guy was far more convincing. Because <laughs> at least in that way you could be like, oh, he's some like... 
Reformed. Reformed yeah. or some like it's some like sect of of Romanian. Oh yeah. You know, Catholic, Russian. Yeah. You know, religious symbols. I don't know. I didn't really look at my close. Yeah. Hey, he had a neck tattoo <laughs> and then was you know covered in tats. I've never met a priest with a tattoo. I'll be completely honest. I'm not saying they don't exist. Yeah, I've never met one. Uh-huh. Um. I think to go along with that, because the way the priest acts, you know, is just, um, uh, it wasn't well yeah. as an actor. I, I do feel like some of the more, and the one that really sticks out is when uh, Tyne Daly, uh, Kate Moore, uh, has to shoot her, shoot her first bad guy. And just, I feel like some of the more dramatic scenes in the movie are just um, overacted. And her just, yeah, look at the hands! Look at the hands! It's like... The skill is bad. Maybe why she's never been on another movie ever. Yeah. Until she was much uh, older in life and then it was like playing grandmas and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, the other thing I didn't like was that... You, when did Alcatraz become a national park? I, is it now? It is now. Okay. Or it might be a state park. Yeah. But it's a park. It's run by the Parks okay, Department. Okay, yeah. You... But, so in 1976, like, you could just cruise out to Alcatraz? Like, these bros just like, hey, you know we need a place to hold up, Alcatraz. And I don't know if it was like, hey, we're in San Francisco, what's like a well-known landmark that we could have these guys held up? Alcatraz became a national park in 1972. Does that help? This movie came out in 76. Yeah. So it's after. Yeah, so it, it now it takes and it takes place after because Tyne Daly refers to some of uh, Harry's dead partners and says, yeah. you know, you had the one guy in 1972. So this movie takes 1976. It takes place after 1972. Yeah. Alcatraz closed in 1968. So maybe the the park store took over and it wasn't quite fledged out into a park yet. Yeah. That being said, it was still bizarre to me that they're setting this. 1963. Like, at least... At least make it look like the bad guys did what they did in The Rock. Yeah. Like, hijacked Alcatraz. Right. Or, or whatever. Oh, I hear you say Alcatraz is not an abandoned yeah, place. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I, and yeah. I don't know when the... If it became... When it became, like, a place where you could go tour Alcatraz yeah. and stuff like you can now. Well, if it became a national park in 1972, I imagine... Because... So, it closed in 1963... From 1963 to 1972, I assume that's when, like, they weren't having people there. But then, like, once you open it as a national park, the only way to get there is by ferry. They yeah. Must, like, they must be shoveling people there, yeah. because why else would you make it a national park? So, I mean, it is a cool, it's a cool spot, and the scene was, the scene was good. Yeah. The, the whole thing, the whole happening there was cool, I think. Uh, but, I just, can you, like, maybe show them, like... Knocking down some guards mm-hmm. that are guarding the place, or hijacking a ferry boat, yeah, out to there or something. They're just they're just there and they're posted up with machine guns. Seventies, mm-hmm. eh, a different time. I, I do think uh, too, and this kind of maybe falls into like what does Magna Force do better? If you know, doing that category is, um, I think this kind of felt more like Dirty Harry. Where I think one of my complaints about Dirty Harry was like it just kind of fell from scene to scene to scene. Um, I don't know if Harry did a lot of detect, detecting work. He just interrogated a lot of guys. 
In this one? Yeah. Yeah, not really any cool, like, like Magnum Force, he does the cool ballistic the stuff. The ballistic stuff. Yeah, this is just kind of like, got a name from somebody, and then he goes and he beats somebody up, and he gets, yeah. he gets another name, and then he goes to somebody else, and then, yeah, it's just a lot of uh, interrogating and uh, punching people. Yeah. And, and, and kicking. Clint Eastwood, he throws a front kick he or does, something? He does like a, he does some kicks. Man, he's like a, he's, he's an, like, you know, Clint was not a guy. I mean, I know he's, he's a tough guy in, in this era. Uh, he's not a guy like um, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Right, right. I, mean, I don't picture him as a hand-to-hand guy. I picture him as a, you know, a gun guy. He throws some kicks that are pretty convincing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that, there's a, there's a, there's a chase scene, which takes a lot, a lot of time on It's a very long chase scene. Yeah, let's cut that down a little bit. Yeah. That was way too much, I, I like a good chase scene, uh-huh. but that was way too long. That, that it was, went on for a while. And was it, why was it on the roofs? Yeah. So much. Yeah. Everyone's on the roofs in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, although it does end in some more humor, which is uh, uh, Tyne Daly, you know, recovering the bomb, but not really see the bomb, and then... I mean, and then the chase goes through a porn shoot. Yeah. That's super funny. Through the funny. ceiling, right? Like, yeah, that's super funny. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize the porn shoot. I thought it was kind of like... Uh, well, until, you know, they pull back, there's a director with the camera, I was like... That's just San Francisco free love. Yeah, just free love. <laughs> they, they just fall through an orgy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, that was funny. Yeah, that, that was funny. Then uh, them being back at the uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call it? Uh, the, the, the station. He's just like, if she wants to be a lumberjack, she's got to learn how to handle her end of the law. I put that's another one I wrote. We wrote down the same quotes. They're, they're, she wants to play lumberjack. She has to learn to handle her end of the law. Yeah, yeah, great. Uh, you know, I think everybody knows uh, "You Feel Lucky" punk from Dirty Harry. Um, yeah, misquoted. Yeah, what is it? Do I feel lucky? Do I feel lucky? It's misquoted as "Do you feel lucky?" Yeah, but he actually says, "Know what you're asking yourself? Do I feel lucky?" Oh, because he's asking yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, um, I think uh, seven points suppository. Is right up there with that. This movie's actually got some good lines. Yeah. And there I mean the 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 scene falling through the porn shoot is funny. There's a scene where uh Harry smashes the dude's face into the ground with a plunger. I love that scene. I love that moment because the guy's like Harry drags the guy and kind of just like shoves him on top of the toilet. And the guy's like, I'm not telling you nothing, copper. And he goes, oh, yeah? And he grabs a plunger and just kind of puts it on his face. And the guy's like, okay. <laughs> okay, I'll talk. Like, he didn't, like, drown, you know, he didn't, like, drown the guy or, like, Mark, have you ever been face plungered? I've, I've never had a plunger. Then you don't face. know the pain, my, bre- my yeah. man. Like, that'll... <laughs> yeah. Uh... That's, that's like when the Japanese, like, in World War II, they used to, like, tie your... Tie your hands behind your back and then hang you from the wall like that. Oh yeah! Instant confession. Yeah, it's like that. Oh. The papillon, the, the the thumb, the thumb cuffs. Yep, yeah. yep. Plunger <laughs> right to the Plunger face. Plunger right to the face. Gets him every uh, time. Yeah, I, uh, you know we kind of you know what does this do better or is this worse? But yeah, definitely a lighter. Um, watching, so we've watched uh, Magnum Force. We watched. Death Wish, which is kind of same time period, you kind of can't help but kind of compare them. Um, these are really good movies. I agree. Yeah, they're very like watching them forty years later, almost 
Wait, what, what, what did I say? 76? 76 was this. Yeah, this one came out in 76. Yeah. Uh, I can't do the math. 43 years later? Was that right? Close enough. For, yeah. Whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> holds up as like... It, I mean, it has like some silly like... Just the way the 70s were. But as a movie, like... I, One of my complaints about old movies, they drag. I don't feel like this movie dragged. No, it, and, and I think that's part of that lighter feel. Yeah. Is the pace is there. And the pace is... And maybe more modern than those first two. Yeah. Um, so, we have done two Harry, Harry, Dirty Hair movies for yeah. the show. And we've seen three Harry movie, Dirty yeah. Hair movies. Where? What is your rank? Your current rank? Have you seen the other two yet? I'm not. Okay. I've not seen. So we got Sudden Impact. Yep. And Deadpool. Yep. Um, do we talk about the Deadpool and and what? Why that? I will never forget that the fifth one's called Deadpool. Did we talk about that when we did? When we did I don't think Magnum so. Force. You were there. So, uh, well, you were there for the show because we recorded together. But you were also there for the, for this moment of trivia. You remember this? I don't know. I don't remember. It was like last. Que- it was like one of the last questions. Very tight race. I think we took third, maybe second. Anyhow, uh, it was what is the fifth Dirty Harry movie called? I and we wrote. Fuck, I remember the that. blood pool. The blood pool. Yeah. And we got no points. Yeah. The table next to us got points because they wrote Harry Balls, and the That's guy right. goes, "That made me laugh." Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. But from then, I will never forget that the fifth movie is called The Deadpool. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to the Deadpool. Okay, but you were asking where they rank. Where, where are the three that you've seen? How? Man, I'm trying three. to remember what I said about Magnum Force, but I want to say I liked Magnum Force more than I liked Dirty Harry, and I think I liked The Enforcer more than I like Magnum Force. Okay. So I think The Enforcer... And this might be one of those things where I've enjoyed all three movies and then I just have recency bias. Because I throw one on I go, this is good. This is good stuff. I'm feeling the same way I think as you. Yeah. I think this is my favorite one. Uh-huh. I have seen Sudden Impact. Okay. It's been 30 years since I've seen yeah. it. Well, did I watch Sudden Impact when I was seven years old? Certainly not. It's Let's say it's been 20 years since I've seen Sudden Impact. Yeah. And I know I've seen that because... There was a... Yeah, I was in college. I was like, I'm watching every movie that Clint Eastwood has directed. And he directed Sunday Night. Oh, okay. So I've seen it. I don't remember a damn thing from it. Yeah. I just remember loving it. Yeah. But that being said, I think currently right now, The Enforcer is my number one. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's got some great action. Yeah. Uh, we, we get... You know, the thing about Harry is uh, each one, you kind of get a little uh, character building. Uh, you know... Harry has his own uh, story arc. Uh, it's not just Dirty Harry in another adventure, you know. Um, he learns to um, respect women, I guess, at the end of it. And he, he, he uh, him and this rookie cop who he's not pleased to be working with, by the end, uh, have to rely on each other. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Harry asked, you know, uh, there's a personal relationship there. I think that's another thing I like about that this improves on is there's there's no there's no romantic yes. element with Dirty Harry, which one of them had was it the original that had I think it's Magnum Force Magnum his Force. neighbor yeah and it, and it's Clint Eastwood in romantic situations is just weird Clint Eastwood to me seems very like um, I know he has a son but he seems uh, asexual 
Yeah. I don't know if women are attracted to Clint Eastwood. I don't, and I don't know if Clint Eastwood's attracted to women. He just, he just seems, he seems so rough and like, I like, I think that's part of every role he takes is like, oh, this guy has a pained backstory. Yeah. And he's hard to love and it's also hard for him to love. Uh, but yeah, then he just like, was like, I'm going to get out with my, my neighbor. Yeah. It was weird. Apparently there was uh, originally a love story between him and uh, Kate and uh, Clint and both time together. It was like, it doesn't make sense. And they're like, yeah, cut it. Nice. And I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. that she was just a cop. Because when, when, when he's like, I think it was right after he got suspended or whatever. Yeah. And, like, hey, and he's like, let's get a beer. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Here right. Here we go. Yeah. But it didn't go there and I was so pleased. Yeah. They were just partners. Just partners. And, Which, and she's like, listen, I know you're going to keep working this case even uh-huh. though you're not working. Uh-huh. I can help you. Yeah. And I was, you know, she, she becomes Dirty Harry's partner. And, I mean, if you watch the first, you kind of know what that means for Dirty Harry partners. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did this movie make you, so you've already seen Sunday Impact. At finishing The Enforcer and knowing we were having this conversation and kind of thinking back to Metaphors, does this make you want to throw in Sudden Impact? I'm really excited to watch Sudden Impact. Yeah. I mean, I finished The Enforcer, and I was like, I kind of just want to run through the... I just want to finish the other two. Yeah. I want to throw them on. I'm kind of excited to watch them, yeah. but I didn't because I'm like, man, we might want to do these for the show. We're going to do a fourth installment. Yeah. And you know what? It's, it's going to be a nice a couple months from now, and you throw on Sudden Impact, you're like, fuck, why have I not watched Sudden yeah. Impact before? Or more recently, uh, do you think the Enforcer? So we know it gets we we know it gets a sequel, more Dirty Harry. Uh, do you think the Enforcer should be remade, or would you like to see a remake of just the Enforcer story? No, it's, no way in twenty can unless they set it in the seventies. Yeah, it'd be yeah, such a weird a t- movie to watch period, now. It was like a Tarantino period piece. Yeah. But that being said, some of the underlying, you know, things, the the, the gender and, yeah. and race equality and um, domestic terrorism That's true. is like it is really timely and, yeah, right it is now. Timely. And, and I mean, what does that say as how sad our society is? It is still true. going through these fucking problems. Yeah, I mean, you, <laughs> one of the things that I, you know brought up to is uh, that that the. Uh, uh, minority communities are, are they're tired of like police brutality and like yeah, uh, yeah. the antics of, of, of Harry yeah and yeah kind of fits yeah I think if you did it now and you kind of tackled the same issues that you know domestic terrorism um, you know uh, uh, racial inequality uh, gender inequality I think you'd have, have to probably take out the line about the seven point suppository and like a lot of the humor yeah, I don't know if you want to sprinkle his best jokes. Go, yeah, you'd have to go full, full serious. Yeah, make it a very yeah. serious movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it could work though. I think like yeah. a gritty the enforcer. I mean, I don't know if I said this after Magnum Force, yeah. but I, I mean, I, I think if the, I think they got the right guy. They could they yeah. could reboot Dirty Harry. Well, and these story like they're they're just such great cop stories. Yeah. Um. You know, even though we were like, oh, like the the the, the terrorist group was kind of silly, like you still had like the the workforce aspect of it that was just an, it made for an interesting story. Yeah. About you know Harry changing with the times, and then 
Yeah, Magnum Force. I just think that you know, Rogue Cops. That's a great. You put that in any movie. That's great. I'll watch yeah. that. I agree. That I means I didn't see Triple Nine, but I, I saw the commercial Triple Nine. I was like, I kind of want to see that Rogue <laughs> Cops. Um, and I remember the name of the movie, so it, it sticks with me. Yeah, Rogue Cops. Um, yeah, I think it was one thing we brought up. Like just, but you got to nail the casting. Now. Did you you can't put the guy from Point Break. No, no, you got, and I don't know who would get it. You can't put point. Charlie Hunnam as the no, new. He as the new uh, he wouldn't work. We need a hard ass motherfucker. Kevin Owens would have Malik, perhaps. Maybe, maybe. Did you look up uh, box office? On oh, this I did. Too, yeah, or? so I do have that. I did not look up Magnum Force, but I do. Well, I guess I technically have it because. So, no budget for this movie, but it did gross domestically $46 million. That's really good at the time. Uh, it's good right now. Yes. Uh, it is, uh, straight up dollars, it is the second highest grossing Dirty Harry movie of all time. Uh, Sudden Impact is the first at $67 million. And yet the Enforcer, Magnum Force, The Deadpool, and Dirty Harry. But when you adjust for ticket price and uh, inflammation. This is actually the third highest grossing. Uh, based on today's standards, it would be $195 million gross. Pretty so, good. Pre- a pretty big hit. I believe it was the, uh, of the year, it was, oh, I don't think I, I don't think I had it yet. I, th- I think I read somewhere it was like uh, the, the ninth highest grossing movie of the year. So, big hit. People love Dirty Harry. Did you look up uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Are Rotten that... Tomatoes on There is. Because if uh, I recall, Dirty Harry and Magnum Force were were up in the 80s. Yeah. You want to take a crack at what the Enforcer was listed as? I think it's going to, even though I liked it a lot, I think it's going to be down in the like 60 range. And I and I have a, I have a hunch because of the lightness of the script, mm. maybe. 79. 79, okay. 79, based on 28 uh, critical uh, critic reviews, no consensus on their, uh, you know, they kind of do a little summary. If it's 79, Magnum, it might as well be 100. Yeah, Magnum Force was 82. Okay. So, uh, right in the wheelhouse then. Yeah. Yeah. Good. good. So I, I was, kind of I was there. afraid it would drop I, off. What, you got to imagine they do at some point, right? I, I, I made five of these. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm. Though I recall really liking Sudden Impact, mm-hmm. I have a feeling Sudden Impact and Deadpool maybe major drop-offs just because of the gap. Because I think Sudden Impact came out mid-80s. Yeah, he did take quite... Uh, this was originally supposed to be the last Dirty Harry movie. Oh! And then Clint Eastwood kind of had a series of flops and then was brought back to do Sudden Impact. Okay. Um, to, to revise the uh, the Dirty Harry franchise. Because um, when does... Um, Sudden Impact is 83. So, yeah, you go 76 83. So yeah. Seven well, years later. Yeah. Anyway, point. yeah, probably critically. I mean, movies change. Yeah. How much did Sudden Impact change with the times? Or did they try to just recreate something from the 70s? Is that the hell it gets? I don't know. We'll find out in a couple months when we do the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Not even a little luck. I'm not, you know, it's rare that I'm as excited as I am for the next installment. Yeah. And I am. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching Sudden Impact. These are just... You know, they don't make movies like these no, anymore. No, that's just, so true. Yeah, it, Like, cop movies are just perfect for these, because this is what cops do. I mean, not be superheroes. Like, hey, but it's just, you work a case, we're, we're investing that case, he solves the case, that guy still goes to work the next day, and then eventually another case comes along. Yep. 
and then another case. You know, I was I was thinking about this um, right after I watched this. Is, is like, God, could could this be remade? And, and I think it very well could uh-huh. um, be remade. I mean, the closest thing to this right now is Bosch. Yeah, Bosch. Bosch. He has a very dirty, hairy. Um, yeah, I mean it's the, the the grizzled cop who plays by his own yeah, rules. Yeah, and I think it, oh, I, he plays well within the rules. Right, I think Dirty Harry could work as a series. Oh yeah, um, I definitely. I mean, if you yeah. had the right actor, it was just yeah. It, it is a cop show set in San Francisco. I think people would be into that. Yep. Yeah, and that's the thing, like especially saying, if it was like a time. I, I think a show now on Netflix set in the seventies about cops would be great. Absolutely. Yeah. That would be awesome. I'd be in there. Take away the technology. And, and, just... and I think key, too, is having... And one thing that I like about this movie is it's, it's yeah. got... It's in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. So many cop movies are L.A., New York. L.A., New York. Yeah. And going to San Francisco is a little twist. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, there was a great show on um, AMC called The Killing. Yeah. That was based Seattle, in Seattle. Right? And it was, it was just... I mean... The environment yeah. played such a big role in that movie. I, I was the fairies, or with that show with the fairies and stuff. Mm-hmm. That in San Francisco, you could run on roofs everywhere. So that plays <laughs> such a big. <laughs> yeah, I was joking about San Francisco being the second character, uh, but setting is really important. Yeah, and it is, especially with like stuff that gets made all the time, like cop, cop movie. There's a ton of cop movies, ton of cop shows. L.A. and New York kind of get boring. Like, yeah. seeing... Uh, you know, you're talking about the show, the show, uh, the Rami, you know, the, I don't know, did you say it was set in New York? The, uh, uh, Rami? Rami? Yeah, Rami's in New York. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, here's another in show. Jersey, you know, the same Yeah, here's another show about, uh, you know, dating life and trying to make a career in New York. Like, yeah. I've seen a million of those. Yeah. I love Master of None, but, like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's, he's a creative type trying to make it in New York. So is every show that yeah. comes out, yeah. Uh, yeah. Get a unique setting. And San Francisco's that. Yeah, put it in San Francisco. Yep. Yeah, wine country. That should be... I, I didn't see something in fact. If it takes place in wine country, I'm into that. They do some whale watching. Something you can do in San Francisco. <laughs> uh, some of my favorite cop shows... Take out Law and Orders. Yeah. Some of my favorite cop shows... Are in unique, unique, not unique cities, but but the the off city from the norm. The Killing was Seattle. Yeah. Walker, Texas Ranger. He's a Texas Ranger. He's a Texas Ranger, man. We're in yeah. Dallas most of the time. There's not a lot of Dallas cop shows. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of other cop shows I like. CSI Miami. That takes place in Miami. Miami. Uh, I mean, is Dexter a cop show? He's a cop, right? He works for the cops. He works for the cops. That's yeah. in Miami. That's Miami, Miami's Miami. Yeah. Is there a show set in New Orleans? That'd be a great cop show. Um, uh, CSI Nolans. CSI Nolans. Yeah, it's you know. Yeah, it's got Scott Bakula and uh, uh, just uh, well, now I'm thinking like True Detective, like, but like, but, but those like season one, yeah. season. I mean, you know, the worst season. I'm not saying it was just because of the setting, but also setting didn't help. The fact that it was just set in L.A. Yeah. Like, you know, I like a, I like a good, you know, just, just show me something new. Unique place. Yeah. yeah. Dirty Harry in Alaska. That's why people loved Hawaii Five-0 and uh, uh, Magnum P.I. 
Set in Hawaii. Oh, another thing. Maybe this is sudden impact. Or maybe it's a different Clint Eastwood movie. Uh-huh. Or maybe I missed it. Do you have a monkey partner? No. Okay. That's a different that's a different series. Is, is, is Clint Eastwood not the person that said, go ahead, make my day? Or is that a Western? He No. Yes. Did I, I miss it? I believe that's sudden impact. Okay. So that is Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I was reading, so uh, kind of, uh, I can't remember what the line is. So in each of the Dirty Harry, he has a line he repeats. So do I feel lucky? He says it twice. And I think we comment on that. And Magna Forest, I think we comment, he gives, he says the same speech twice. Uh, you know, a man's got to, you know, whatever. I, I forget. It's, it's something along those lines. Like a man's got to do what a man's got Something like that. This one, he doesn't really... Um, he doesn't really have a saying. Um, Seven points suppository. He didn't say it twice, he, though. I know. If he only would have said that yeah. one more time. Uh, actually, when we were getting ready for the show, so apparently the, the one they had was he says marvelous three times hmm. in the thing. It's kind of, you know, a, a sarcastic marvelous. <laughs> uh, but, and then reading ahead, it was that uh, make my day. Okay. It comes up so in impact. I think he says it twice in Sudden Impact. So. And I don't know what he says in the Deadpool. Uh, maybe he says Harry Balls twice. <laughs> and that, that, that answer from that other table was, was genius because it tied in so perfectly. Uh, yeah, and the unfortunate, did we need it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Be- yeah. Yeah. 70s, great time for this type of movie. Um, and th- this is a really good one of these types of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you have thoughts on the enforcer, um, Sudden impact. If you, if you guys want to see sudden impact, we'll, we'll move it ahead to the schedule. You just gotta say, hey, you should do sudden impact now. We want it. Uh, until then, we, we already got another movie picked out. I can't remember what it is, but we, oh no, yeah, Alien, Alien, uh, Alien, Alien Square. So we got Alien Cube three, Alien Cube coming up, Alien Cubed, and then a, a preview. We got Airplane two, Airplane two. We're at, we're uh, August is spoof month. Yeah, so we're doing Airplane mm-hmm. two. And then we're hitting Scary Movie too. So yeah. So if you, if you want to watch ahead. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to September. We'll, we'll, we'll find another remake because I feel we're going sequel heavy. Yeah. But uh, you know, the, the, re- the remakes are coming. But I think I think both of us are on the same page. Yeah. Like we're going to maybe try to plan ahead further. Yes, because, man, we, there are times we scramble. Yeah, it's easier on us and it's easier to announce it for the show. So yeah. maybe people, it'd be easier like, oh, I can watch this for next week. Yeah. Yeah, that's and true. If I say it at the end, um, and I'll post something on Twitter. I, I don't. I haven't been using Twitter recently, but I should. It's a great social media tool uh, to post uh, pictures of previews that we're going yeah, to. Yeah, I don't do any really social media. Yeah. Um, can you Instagram like the the movie poster? Yeah, uh, that's a thing, right? Oh, people only Instagram pictures of food, though. Pictures right? of food okay. and dogs and dogs and dogs. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot of promotion. I think promotion happens on Twitter. Instagram's kind of like you know, personal. Okay. You know. Yeah, I'm not. I don't. I don't know. Here's what I'm like. Twitter's like. Here's a show I'm doing if I'm famous, and then Instagram's like. Here's food I'm eating before the show I do. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. You gotta have, and then Facebook's like. Here's how I keep in touch with my nana, who right. Needs to know about my show I'm doing in Dallas. Yeah, and, yeah. and telling everyone everything. Yeah, Re- retweeting news articles. I was like, yeah, we're also all on the internet. What has the most memes posted? Twitter. Twitter's the meme spot. Because Twitter's quick. Because you um, can Instagram. You know, no one likes to be flooded with like 
40 photos, you know? But Twitter, you could just be like, here's a thought, here's a thought, here's a thought, you know? Here, yeah, here's a meme. Here's, yeah, yeah. Tw- Twitter, definitely more, more meme-centric. Um, yeah, so I should, I should use it. Yeah, yeah. Put, I'll put a poster. <laughs> I'll put a little picture of um, Alien Cubed. We'll do it. Yeah. Is that Winona in it, or is that Resurrection? Uh, I think three is Winona. Or Resurgence? Resurrection, right? No. What's it called? What's the third one called? I'm looking at my case, but it's alien, the Alien aliens, Collection. Alien three. Oh, no, I see it. Yeah, Resurrection. Resurrection. Resurrection's yeah, the, that's the fourth one. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll do that. Okay. Maybe, maybe, in a few months, if Alien 3 isn't also enjoyable, maybe we, back to, maybe we, we link those together. And we do sudden impact, resurrection. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, that, that's way in the future. Yeah. That'll do it for this week. Uh, go see The Enforcer. It's fun. Um, till then, but we'll be back next week with uh, Alien Cubed. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, a guy to sequel remix. We need more cop movies. We don't deal in violence.